Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out and that's it. All right, I always like to start with something interesting. And this time around, it's a techno term that you might hear. It's called shadow banned. Now, if you're shadow banned, your Twitter posts are hidden from other folks and your profile is really hard to find. Now, to make matters even worse, you don't even know when it happens to you. So let's use it in a sentence. The teenager who was tweeting everywhere that Elon Musk's private jet went has been shadow banned, but now his account has been deactivated. So you could say that the teenager and Elon Musk, well, you could say they're not tweet hearts anymore. That's right, tweet hearts. I know, I'm so funny. Crack myself up. Hey, welcome to Kim Commando today. Because tech never ends, we've expanded my successful weekend show on over 425 stations about all things digital to weekdays. And just a quick reminder, you can get Kim Commando today as a podcast Monday through Friday. Wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando with a K. And let me tell you, if you're a new listener, I'm so glad that you're here. And if you're already a listener, well, welcome back. Because let me tell you, you are about to get tech smarts because every single thing is a tech thing. And I promise you, you're also going to smile a few times along the way. Our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And just a quick reminder, if you're just too shy to come on a big-time national radio show and podcast, you can always drop me your questions over at commando.com. On the right-hand side, there's a link that says email Kim, and that's where that magic happens. All right. Every single day, I must visit at least 30 different websites to keep up on all things digital. And this is part of the show where I like to talk about kind of what's happening in the news. And what's big right now is artificial intelligence, AI for short, especially since chat GBT lets anyone have a conversation with an AI bot. Now, that's great, but you have to look outside the chat box to realize the full impact of AI and what it has on our future. Because let me tell you, where you are sitting right now, We are in the midst of another tech disruptor challenging how we live, how we work, and how we play. Because AI is already shortening the time that it takes to write a computer program, write books, or create art. Kids are using this chat GPT to actually write essays. It's crazy. But a lawyer could use AI to have it summarize law briefs. Or let's talk about an architect could have AI take the first design of a major skyscraper. Now, manual labor will be impacted, too. Here in the United States, here's a little fun fact. We will need at least 400,000 more welders by the year 2024. So coming soon is a fully autonomous, artificial intelligence-based welding robot. No person is required. Now, doctors and nurses, they're going to rely on AI to summarize patient notes and probably suggest treatments and diagnoses. So when you hear AI... I don't want you to think about artificial intelligence. Instead, in your head, I want you to say action independence. AI is action independence. All right, next on our list is what's coming soon is the CES. That's right, the Consumer Electronics Show. And new car tech is going to be so big. So here's what's leaked out so far. At CES last year, the biggest hypes were fully autonomous cars that, well, one was also a camper. There was one that was electronically triggered color-changing car paint. Just push a button and say your car being red, it would be white. And also a 700-mile EV. That's huge. Well, here we are a year later, and guess what? None of this stuff actually came to market because it doesn't exist. So this year, electric and self-driving cars will be the thing 
even though, well, there aren't enough recharging stations along the highways. And in many parts of the country, there just isn't enough power to even recharge. So self-driving tech is at best undependable. At worst, it could be deadly. The feds are continually investigating Tesla's auto drive for, well, who knows how many deaths. GM self-driving crews lost $1.5 billion this year. Wow, $1.5 billion. And Volkswagen, I don't know if you heard, they're getting into the EV market big time. It took them a while because they had to work out the bugs. <laughs> Get it? Oh, Volkswagen bug. Crack myself up. All right, number three in our list, forget EVs. What about HUVs? Tesla stock continued to slide down to hit its lowest price in the last year the other day. The stock is down almost 54%. So what the heck's going on? Aside from Tesla's expensive prices, the Fed's investigating their self-driving claims I just spoke about, along with slowing sales, there are just a slew of new competitors. But one car using HUV is getting a lot of attention because of zero emissions. So you have EV, right, electric vehicles. Sales of EVs are up 57% over the last year. Teslas are still the top sellers, but capturing their market share, the Chevy Bolt, the Ford Mustang, and the F-150 Lightning, along with a lot of smaller names like Rivian and Lucid. But coming soon, we have HUVs, hydrogen utility vehicles, that will get almost 500 miles out of just one charge. These cars use hydrogen tubes for power. If it works, another real disruptor is coming. But let me tell you, if I ever owned a hydrogen car, I know what my license plate would be. H-N-D-N-B-R-G. Hindenburg. All right, number four on our list, Toys R Us is dead once more. Yes, there was that major retailer that because of competition from Walmart, Target, and Amazon, along with poor management, they filed for bankruptcy in 2018 and they closed, wow, 800 retail stores. Well, the new owners of Toys R Us have a plan to bring the brand back. Okay, have you been in a Macy's store lately? They are tired. They are dirty. There's no inventory. To compete with Amazon, Target, and Walmart, Toys R Us is opening up new shops inside Macy's stores. Mm, brilliant. Don't think so. Now, if you think that's a bad strategy, listen to what else they're doing. Toys R Us is selling 10,000 NFTs of Jeffrey the Giraffe, remember him, the mascot, right inside the metaverse. So you can buy Jeffrey the Giraffe as an astronaut. Jeffrey the Giraffe as, I don't know, a guy in a suit of armor. I guess no one told Toys R Us that the NFT market has crashed and burned along with crypto. And whoever sold Toys R Us this idea is brilliant. And whoever buys on it is just dope. And finally, there is this. Coming in at number five, virtualized, personalized Santa visits. Some scary headlines colder weather, COVID is back, especially in California, many large cities, plus flu season, the child's respiratory virus, RSV is here, which brings up Santa and an American tradition. Finding a parking space, long mall lines, and a quick sit on his knee and a pricey photo. So is this something that you really want to do? Millions of us use Zoom and video calls every day. And this year, so is Santa Claus. For a small fee, a number of websites offer a personalized virtual and live visit with one of Santa's experienced professionals, all from the comfort and safety of home. Now, some popular websites are visitwithsanta.com, santazoomvisit.com, and this year also some churches and civic organizations offer virtual Santa visits for free. And let me tell you, this is a great idea. It's especially for all those kids who are afraid to actually physically sit on Santa's lap because they're 
claustrophobic. Get it? Claustrophobic. All right, coming up in just a few moments, a secret hack to get the best photos on Instagram. And home sellers, oh, some 3D tours, they're major security risks. And then later on, some ways that you can use an old iPhone or Android device. And of course, we have all of your great phone calls that you never want to miss here on Kim Commando today. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. Hey, I want to remind you, if you have not already, make sure that you go to commando.com slash win, because that's where you could enter to win a $500 Amazon gift card. Woohoo! That's commando.com slash win. And how about we start with our phone calls? Gene, you're up first. Hi, Kim. It's a real honor to speak with you. So what's going on today, sir? Uh, about 10 days ago, I got the email that uh, threatened you with extortion uh, that says it's going to expose all of your indiscretions, all your pornographic videos, all this sort of thing to your friends and to everyone else. And I had uh, I had sent you a message about it, and Marianne suggested that I call you that you wanted some more information. Yeah, so so you got so let's just so to rehash, Gene, is that so you got an email that said we we're gonna uh, we have copies of all the bad stuff you've done, and unless you pay us three hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin or whatever it may be, is that we're gonna we're gonna take this entire file, and we're gonna send it off to all your family members and friends, and you'll be embarrassed for the rest of your life, right? Uh, that's correct. Okay. All right. Uh, and, uh, the only the only thing about it, I don't, I don't have any videos uh, about the last pornographic thing I did. I looked at a few Playboy magazines in the seventies, and uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody's got any films of that. If they do, I'd like to see them. <laughs> well, you know these these are scare tactics, and they're hoping that people be frightened enough, and that they will start their whole journey to start stealing and extorting money from people. So they may say, okay, for $300, do this, worth a Bitcoin. And it's such an enterprise, Gene, is that if you have any questions about how to pay them in Bitcoin, they have a toll-free number, and they're going to help you pay them. It's incredible to me uh, that they have it down to that much of a science. So if you get anything like this, is that you these are like I said just scare tactics is I want to make sure number one is that you don't reply please not at all uh number two is always have a backup you know of anything that you have in your computer because what it might start with now we have this and then they're going to start locking your files and then you have ransomware and it just you just spirals down 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 now if you'd like to help the cause what you do is you you take that email and you capture the headers and the footers, if there are any, and you go over to the Internet Crime Complaint Center, that's ic3.gov, and you paste all that in there and you tell the FBI, I just got this email. Again, you're going to give them the identifying information. And then the FBI is actually going to put that on a list to go look at and probably track this IP address to see if they have enough uh, scams coming out of this IP address or wherever it's originating so that they can go after this particular person. And I know what you're sitting there thinking to yourself, well, you know what, I'm sure the FBI is way too busy to take care of my email. They're not going to reply to you, but it's going to be part of a case. 
and they do prosecute people. Recently, I think they had somebody in the Caribbean or in Africa that they got for uh, all this extortion, and they put him in jail and fined him, I don't know, $10 million or something like that. So if you ever get anything like this, I just want you to ignore it. It's a phishing email. It's a scam tactic. And make sure that, of course, you you have username and passwords that are all unique, too, by the way. So you do have some good common sense. You've got some antivirus software from Total AV and everything else along the way. Uh, but again, always make sure that you get all that information and you complain. You, you file that complaint, rather, inside the Internet Crime Complaint Center. And, Gene, thank you so much for your call. Hey, if you ever receive an email and it really concerns you, you could always report it to your company's ID department or also the local police because they know all about these scams. And don't forget IC3.gov. That's the Internet Crime Complaint Center. That's IC3.gov. Judy in Great Falls, Montana. Hello there, Judy. I was just wondering if, if you could explain what Wi-Fi calling is or tell me how it works on an Android. Um my husband and I are going to do our first attempt at being snowbirds. We're in Montana. <laughs> nice. And, uh, yeah, and we're excited because we're going to be going down to Texas Hill Country. And it beautiful. looks beautiful. And we're excited about that. But I was looking up some information, and I noticed that people were commenting that um, – a Verizon cell phone coverage is a little spotty, and that's what we have. We have track phones, but they're Verizon. They go through Verizon. But they did say that the Wi-Fi is pretty strong in the area we're going to be staying. And I don't understand that. So I don't understand okay. how right. the Wi-Fi well, well, we calling what, works. We'll set you straight. So when you make a phone call now on Verizon... <laughs> And you're using your cellular, it goes into from your phone to a cellular tower, one or two or three. And that's how the call is made. Now, in your home, you have Wi-Fi, right? And that's wireless internet. And so when you right. turn on, when you turn on the Wi-Fi calling, it's a special setting, you actually have to turn it on, is that instead of your call going on the cellular network, it's going to use the internet's network in order to make that phone call. So the phone phone call is not going to be traveling from cell towers anymore. It's going to be processed and it's going to be sent using the Internet. And so, for example, you may have to pay to have a phone call, uh, say, from if you're in London and you want to make a phone call back to Great Falls, you're going to pay for that on your cellular phone, either with a fee or maybe some data roaming charges, which are always outlandish. But if you were in London and I wanted to call you, if I was in London rather, and I wanted to call you in Great Falls, if as I was on Wi-Fi calling, there would be no roaming charges. There would be no charges because I'm using the internet in order to do that. Okay. So instead of the, so just imagine instead of the call going through the cellular network, it's just going through the internet. It does work seamlessly. Uh, use the same phone number. Your text messages work. Same contact list, and. In, a, in addition to that, the phone may even use Wi-Fi calling even when an area where you have great cellular service, but you're connected to a Wi-Fi network. So does that make sense? That does make sense. And so all this time I've had that Wi-Fi calling on, I didn't even realize I was making Wi-Fi calls. Kind of. Yeah. Is that right? Kinda yes. So if the cellular if the if the cellular system is not that great. It's an, it's an easy way for you to uh, send and receive text messages, do your email, 
uh, get on your apps as well as make phone calls using the Wi-Fi connection instead of your cellular connection. And it does wait, work really, really well. And if you're ever in an area, for example, that there is hardly any cell phone coverage and maybe what you want to do is you need a booster antenna, but we'll cover that in another call in case you need it. And we do have information about booster antennas over on the website. And hey, happy, I guess you'd say snowbirding. Is that a phrase that you use when you do that? Again, Judy, thank you so much for your call. Oh, there's one product that I just want to tell you about is that if you ever want to use your cell phone as a handheld phone, like one of those old school phones, VTech makes handset cordless phones. It also has an answering machine, comes with call blockings, caller ID, intercoms, all that other stuff, just connects right up to your cell phone so you can have hold one of those old phones. All right, let's talk about Instagram. By the way, if you're not following me on Instagram, make sure that you do that. Go to Instagram.com slash Kim Commando. Once again, that's Instagram.com slash Kim Commando. But speaking of, there's a little-known secret to posting the best quality shots. Now, Instagram is huge with the typical user spending close to about an hour on the site every single day. Now, what happens is that Instagram reduces the file sizes of your photos and videos to make uploading faster. Now, the problem is that compressing photos and videos have huge downsides. The colors aren't as vibrant. The details are no longer really that visible. So a simple Instagram hack cuts down on the compression so your photos will just pop. So from your Instagram profile, select account and then data usage. Slide the toggle next to high quality uploads to the right and enable it. Now, if it's blue, the feature is already on. Your photos are going to look great, but now the gotchas. Keep an eye on your cell phone plan's data usage so you don't go over. Once again, it's under account and then data usage. And if you like these quick tips, make sure that you get my other podcast. It's called Our Daily Tech Update. Every single day you get one 60-second news story and a digital trick. And again, that's the Daily Tech Update. Just search for my last name, Commando, and stay right where you are. We have more of the show coming up. Have you ever wondered if you're looking at a used car and you say, hmm... I wonder if it's really been in an accident. Of course, you can always pull a Carfax report, but there's an affordable new tech tool that will help you spot whether a used car has ever been in an accident. I'm going to tell you about that in just a few minutes. And then later on, five ways to use an old iPhone or Android. And of course, we have more of your phone calls. But before we get to all of that, if you're selling your home, no doubt you need a nice big virtual tour of your home on all these different real estate websites because that's how people are going house shopping right now. But I really want you to be careful because these tours pose major security risks. Uh, recently, University of Washington researchers examined a popular real estate website to see what was out there. Well, let me tell you what they found. Of the 44 virtual tours that they examined, Every single one, that's right, every single home had at least one piece of private information on display. Maybe it was a diploma, a letter, or maybe it was a photo. Now, this is always a big win for scammers to steal your identity or phishing attacks. And many home listings, they also include floor plans. And that's another major win for criminals. No need to stake anything out. They know which window or door to use to quickly grab a computer or a big screen TV or maybe that jewelry box. Now, virtual tours are great to get your home sold, but what I want you to do is look at all these tours that you have online and photos and think like a potential thief. Look deep into what you're sharing. You have doggy doors, security alarm pads, and safes, and maybe in your images. So just keep in mind that you can blur them out, and the same goes for any personally identifiable 
information on display. You can always ask your real estate agent to help you for some pointers on that too, but just some good things to keep in mind. All right, because it's around the holiday season, here's a a really corny joke that you can tell the kids about real estate. Are you ready? What do you call alligators interested in real estate? What do you call alligators interested in real estate? Can you guess? Investigators. Arr, 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 arr. All right, Joseph, glad to have you with us here on Kim Commando today. Okay, well, I have a smart car that's not too smart. Um, the radio <laughs> that's funny. That they, the radio that they installed is tied to a different company, and they want, of course, for you to update their services to keep the smart radio going. And then I find out they don't even use it anymore. So I do uh, deliveries on the side, okay. and I'm trying to uh, mirror my iPhone with maybe, I guess, some other radio or another, um, maybe a pad, iPad or something. Okay. So when you say smart car, you mean the smart car brand? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's one of those little tiny cars. Yes. Very tiny. And so how many miles per gallon do you get with that thing? 49. Wow, that's yeah. that's awesome. There's it's always drive safely. Every... Somebody, somebody, but my people that know me are always worried that I'm in this small little car. I'm like, yeah, but I'm making good money. <laughs> well, it is a tiny car. I guess I've looked at them myself, and sometimes when I see those little cars on the freeways, I'm like, dude, you ought to stay on side streets, okay? Just because. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I only have one freeway I'm worried about up here, but other than that, I'm cool. All and right. Okay. Well, foot, so it's even better. <laughs> oh my gosh! So you're six foot in that little tiny car? Oh wow! Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> That's of amazing. Course, you know, my son doesn't like it, but he gets embarrassed when I drop him off. That's cool. <laughs> well, you know what? But, we all did that. My dad used to drop me off in a Chevy Malibu, and I was like, "Ooh, yeah. Dad, please," you know. But that's you know, that's what kids yeah, do. I'm then like, you feel yeah. bad afterwards. Because okay, you get a so, ride, I walk to school. So, anyways. <laughs> so, all right. So, let's talk the, a couple of ways to do this. Um, is that there's – there are – you may be able – I don't know enough about your smart car to say which brand and make and model replaced the battery. But I know who can tell you who does know that. Is that if you go to Amazon and you look up, say, Alpine radio uh, replacement, is that this – uh, configurator will pop up and it'll say, uh, give us your make and model and year of your car, and then we'll tell you which replacement ba- which replacement radios with a screen that can help you. Okay. Oh, so okay. is the whole okay, so is the whole goal though uh for you to get turn by turn directions? Uh yes. And so I, I'm a pretty I'm I'm not gonna say I'm pretty old, but um my eyes are not as good, so I'd like to get a bigger screen as well. Okay. All right, so here's a here's a strange thought, okay, is instead of going through all these gyrations of getting a different, um, getting a different audio receiver, getting a screen, maybe getting a different iPad that has uh, cellular and has GPS, so you can mirror your phone onto your iPad and all that other good stuff, is yeah. why don't why don't you just buy a really good GPS, like an old school GPS that uh-huh. you can you can input 
the addresses on your phone that will mm-hmm. talk to the GPS. And then you get this nice big screen that you're not and you're not futzing around because you're already in this little tiny space, Joseph. And so yes. now you're going to start adding, well, here I need a holder for my phone, and now I need a holder for my iPad, and then I got it. You see what I'm going with, right? Yeah. So, yes. So, so why don't I pick out a really good Garmin GPS for you, okay? Okay. That will, that will work with your phone, and I will email you that, uh, you know, sometime over the next couple of days. And take a look at it. And if you look at it, you say like, okay, I mean, I really don't want to go that way. Uh, although I think that's the best way. Uh, you know, we can, I'll give you some other links for how to mirror your phone to an iPad and all that other stuff that you said that you want to do. But I'll tell you, there's nothing like a good old school GPS. But let me tell you a story. That every summer I take a driving tour with my son. And we drive through the French Alps or the Swiss Alps or through Provence and Cannes and Nice and Italy and other places. Uh, the guy who arranges all these tar- car, he gives us the car and he gives us an old school GPS. And I, I looked at him last last time we were there over the summer. I said, you know, Stefan, why an old school GPS? He says, because you know what? When it comes to driving in directions, it just always works. And it gives you that nice big screen, Joseph, especially for when you're making deliveries. And so thank you for your call. Hey, speaking of cars, we have a trending article over at commando.com. It's all about if you have an older car. Uh, some useful gadgets to make any car smarter. And we're talking about cassette players, some ways that you can actually use that old car with your Bluetooth headset. Again, just head over to commando.com. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. And in the search box, just search for useful gadgets to make any car smarter. All right, so if you're about to buy a used car, you know you can always get a report like a Carfax report. But there's also something that you keep you need to keep in mind is that not all problems will appear on these reports. So there's a new tech gadget out there. Well, it's relatively new. It's called a paint thickness gauge. Now, a paint gauge or meter will detect the thickness of the paint. It does this by measuring the distance between itself and the magnet. Anything in between is measured or displayed on the screen. So paint meters can detect the thickness in microns, which is and it's form of measurement, you know that. But what you do need to know is that 25.4 microns makes up one mil, and then the average thickness is 2.5 to 7.5 mils. Now, if you can't do the math, don't worry about it, because these uh, these paint thickness gadgets will also just point it out to you. So here's how it works. You place the paint meter on top of your car and find a steel panel underneath the body. Then detect the micron or mil level. And then when you get that measurement, What I want you to do is to write it down, take a picture of it, and then test it against the manufacturing standards, take a look online, and see what it should be. Now, a paint meter can't tell you everything, but it can allude to problems with the vehicle. Now, there are tons of these for sale online, but we did the homework for you. So if you want to actually check one out, just head over to commando.com, K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com, and that's where you'll find our list of recommended paint meters. And so again, that's commando.com with a K, of course. And in the search box, just type in paint meter. All right, still to come, we have more of your phone calls as well as five ways to use an old iPhone or Android you don't want to miss here on Kim Commando today. All right. If you love the show, you're going to love, love, love our free newsletters. We send these out every single day. 
And I'll tell you, our open rate is crazy, 50%. If you don't know anything about direct marketing, just know the average open rate is maybe 10%, and ours is well over 50%. So to get our newsletters, it's super simple. Just head over to commando.com. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com, of course. And then up at the top, there's a link that says free newsletters. Now, here's where the magic happens, is that we have all these different newsletters. We have those that are just geared for Windows folks and Android and Apple and small business and travel. So make sure that you select the newsletters that you want. But I will recommend that anybody should always, always get our breaking tech news. Those are security alerts, as well as our tips of the day. So once again, that's commando.com with a K, K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com, slash subscribe, or just hit the homepage in the upper right-hand corner. There's a link that says free email newsletters. And don't worry, we're not going to sell, lease, distribute your email address to anybody ever. You have my guarantee. That's commando.com slash subscribe. All right, Kirk, you're up next here on Kim Commando today. Well, I just want to thank you for what you do because it's, uh, it's needed. I wish I could listen yeah. a little more often. But um, I have an a issue with texting and specifically with text threads. Um, I, I guess they are so annoying when people don't realize that they can use the BBC line and not include everybody on a response. Um, I was recently doing a, a transaction uh, and a lot of text going back and forth on and selling a piece of property, and all of a sudden I get a text with, 20 people's name on it, and I must have had 30 pings going off while I'm trying to do this other thing, Mm. not knowing what was going on. So bottom line is, I want to know, I have an iPhone, I want to know how can I delete a text thread not an hour after it's done, like when it's happening. So are they, This is this person sending an email using your cell phone number because people you can send you can send an email to a to a text to a phone is that what they're doing yeah there's well i don't know there well i think it was just a text message but there were 20 people on the on the text line oh okay all right because when you were saying bcc and two that's where i was getting confused i thought yeah i I misspoke okay no 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 it's all good it's all good but because getting on these group text messages it is so annoying it is I can't stand Absolutely. it. Uh, and because you're right, the minutia that goes back and forth. Okay, got it. Thank you. Yeah, happy face. Yeah, you you got it. <laughs> and you want to give the poop emoji in return. You know, like, stop, okay? <laughs> What's going on? All right. Uh, luckily, you're on, a, on an iPhone, and they have yep. something called Hide Alerts. Have you tried that? I have seen Hide Alerts. Uh, which just means I'm not going to get the pinging, correct? Yes, yes. Yeah. And then, but is there any way to just eliminate it, or that's the yes. best I'm going to do? No, 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 no. You can hide it. You're not totally stuck. Uh, okay. What you do is you can when you get this group text message, okay, mm-hmm. uh, and then you'll see an icon at the top that shows everybody's little happy faces and phone numbers and right. things like that. Okay, mm-hmm. is that if you tap that. And then here's the trick. You have to scroll all the way down as far as you can. And then you'll see in big red letters, Kirk, leave this conversation. Okay. Right. And, and I, that's, think I, have, I think I've tried that. And I think as long as everybody is on iMessage, that works. But if you have somebody using 
That's true. Know, some non-Apple situation, which it always turns out to be that, uh, then that I don't think works. Is that correct? Well, I'm not sure. I would have to check that because every time that I've used it, I've I've removed myself, even if there were okay. some Android. I think that was the case uh, previous to, say, iOS 14 or even 15, because recently we've been joining the two camps, the Android and Apple camp. And so now, for example, Android and Apple users can have FaceTime conversations, whereas a year ago they couldn't, or a year and a half they okay. couldn't. So I, I'm, I'm pretty safe bet that that with those big red letters that, that does work right now where it says leave this conversation uh, again. But the trick is that you have to scroll all the way to the bottom. And so – but I'm really glad that you called Kirk. So for for any anybody who's listening right now and you think like, wow, this is a really great idea. I can get everybody on a list and I can send everybody a text message so everybody knows what's going on. Don't do it. Do not be that person. Make a rule right now. You are not going to be that person ever. Kirk, thank you for your call. You know, one thing that, okay, there's another thing that you need to remember about group texts. There's nothing wrong with you just simply going into the group text and saying, hey, I'm just too busy right now. I have to drop off. I'm in tech overload. I need a little detox. You know where to find me. Add me back into the group text when I can be of more help. Things of that, things along those lines. And so if you don't feel like just cutting them off automatically at the knees in the tech settings, sometimes a little personal interaction, that seems to work for me. I, I've had to do that. It's, I know it's uncomfortable in the beginning because you're like, oh, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings by saying this. But truthfully, you may just be too busy right now in order to handle all these group text messages. Okay, so you have an old iPhone or Android just sitting around. What the heck is it good for? All right, let's start with the kids. Old phones are great for the kids who aren't ready for their own phone quite yet. You simply connect it to Wi-Fi. That's right, no cell phone plan required. And they can use the camera. They can listen to music. They can play games. They can hop on TikTok, maybe if you let them. And they can also make calls over Wi-Fi. Just one thing, if it's an iPhone, just make sure that you restrict any in-app purchases. Next, if you're looking for a streaming remote, Apple, Amazon, Roku, and others, they have their own mobile app so you can use an old phone as a remote control. How about next one? Turn that old phone into a dedicated webcam for all of your Zoom calls. And while you're at it, that brings us to number four. Add the Alfred app and your phone can do double duty as a security cam. And finally, number five, all phones must be able to call 911 without a SIM card or a cell phone plan. So as long as it has power, that phone can call emergency services. Those are all great uses and none of them megahertz. Don't forget, 24-7, I'm at commando.com. 